0: Here it's once again time for Sounds Like Radio. Hello, everybody, welcome. I am your humble host here on Sounds Like Radio, and we're ready for another exciting show as the Great Gildersleeve. Well, today's show on the Great Gildersleeve, it seems Leroy unfortunately has to learn a lesson in the hard way. Yeah, well, in today's show. It seems Leroy thinks he's got a date with a girl. (laughs) Ooh, that sounds exciting. Only trouble is, uh, it seems the thought waves of going out on a date is only going one way. Unfortunately for poor little Leroy. Yeah, well, now, maybe Leroy should have suspected something. Because the girl is a little older than Leroy. I think... Leroy's is supposed to be about 12 years old and this girl probably about 14 or 15 or I'm not sure she might even be 16 so maybe Leroy should have suspected he might not have this date lined up but well it's a sad thing no matter what it is it's a sad thing when things don't work out in the romantic department. But that's the way it works out with everybody. Yes, even your humble host had his moments. I'd rather not think of them if you don't mind. Oh, well. Well, all right. So that's what the Great Gildersleeve plot is about. And uh, that means we got an interesting show all about love. Young love, true love. Uh, no, we're not going to listen to Young Love today, but what we do have for you is Dean Martin. Yeah, well, he knows about being in love and being foolish when you're in love. And Well, when that happens, you know what they say, you're young and foolish. Here is Dean Martin on Sounds Like Radio. Young.
1: And foolish Why is it wrong To be young And
2: foolish
1: We haven't long to be Soon enough The carefree days The sunlit days
3: Soon enough The bluebird Has to fly We
1: Were foolish One day We fell in love Now We wonder What we were dreaming of
3: Smiling in the sunlight Laughing in the
4: rain
1: I wish that we were young And foolish again
3: Smiling in the sunlight, laughing in
1: the
0: That's what happens when you're young and foolish. Oh, yes. Well, those are the lessons you learn as you grow older and foolish. <laughs> I don't know. Some people never get over that feeling of being foolish, and it probably never does go away, depending on how bad you got it. You know, when that fever strikes and you really got it bad, you're going to be foolish no matter what, age you are. <laughs> so that ought to make Leroy feel better. But all I can do is to warn Leroy, you know, as the wise old man, I come on the scene and I come up to Leroy and I say, Leroy, danger, heartbreak ahead. Leroy would look at me and say, are you crazy? Eh. You know he wouldn't. He wouldn't believe me. Eh, the young and foolish—they never believe words of wisdom. Well, J. P. Morgan, maybe she can convince Leroy if she says to him, "Danger, heartbreak ahead." Here's J. P. Morgan.
5: Danger, heartbreak ahead. Look out, little fool. You're not wise. Not wise to love so completely Or fall for that look in his eyes Danger Heartbreak ahead Be sure little heart For you know Yes you know what happened To you before Does his kiss really mean what you think it means? Are the words that he whispers true? Are you sure you understand the touch of his hand? Does his touch mean too much to you?
6: Maybe...
5: I could be wrong, but go slow, little fool. For it said that love either finds you or love either binds you to the danger of a heartbreak ahead. Touch me too much to you, maybe. I could be wrong, but go slow, little fool, for its sake.
0: It's going to be no use, J.P. Yeah. yeah, they're young and foolish. They never listen to wise advice, even when it comes from the great J.P. Morgan. Danger, heartbreak ahead, says J.P. to little Leroy. Yeah, it hurts, though, doesn't it, Leroy? Well, he's going to find out tonight. Yeah, no matter how old you get, when the answer's no, he you go away dejected. Dejected. Rejected. Neglected. Eh, oh, I could go on, but that would just depress Leroy even more. Well, now, hopefully now to, to, to enlighten us, to, to make us all just a bit more chipper, to make us all happy about this whole situation, we've got our house singer on hand. You know, Bing Crosby, he's an exploit on everything. And Bing, well, he's brought a guest with him, yeah. The great Peggy Lee. Oh, she's a beauty, ho. Oh. Bing, tell us why have you brought Peggy Lee here today? Miss Lee, would you join me in presenting, for the first time on this
3: radio program, a song entitled "Soul in Love"?
7: Oh, I'd love to.
3: You got yourself a boy, Peg.
7: And you've got yourself a girl.
0: At last.
6: <laughs> Strange, dear, but true, dear.
0: A nice Bing. Oh, oh, very nice. Bing Crosby and Peggy Lee. Oh, they're both, they're both so in love. Well, uh, I don't think they're in love with each other, but they do love singing together, and we love hearing them sing together here on Sounds Like Radio. I think they are a perfect pair for singing duets, Bing Crosby and Peggy Lee. Now, the question is do you like Peggy Lee singing better with Bing, or? Do you like Rosemary Clooney better singing with Bing? Yeah, that's a hard decision. There are some songs I really like Peggy Lee better. Then again, there are other songs I think, well, nobody could have sung that better than Rosemary Clooney with Bing because Rosie and Bing, they did have similar ranges in their voice, but uh, Peggy Lee just sounded so sweet with Bing Crosby. Yeah, well, and now... Bing Crosby, he he couldn't help Leroy much. Uh, Peggy Lee, she tried, but Leroy, he's stubborn. Now, maybe Al Jolson. Well, you know what? I think Al Jolson knows just the way Leroy feels. Because when you see a pretty girl, and you first see her, and you fall instantly in love, you are immediately going to say, A pretty girl. Is like a melody, and I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that was the tune, Leroy. thought when he saw this new girl. I think her name is Maisie. Yeah. well, we'll find out what Al Jolson says. A pretty girl is
3: like a melody that haunts you night and a day. Just like the strength of a haunting refrain, she'll start a part a marathon and run around your brain. You can't escape. She's in your memories. By morning, night, and noon, she will leave you and then come back again. A pretty girl. Just like a pretty girl A pretty girl Is like a melody That haunts you night and day Just like the strain Of a haunting refrain She'll start a from marathon And run around your brain You can't in your memory by morning night alone she will leave you and then come back again a pretty girl is just like a pretty girl.
0: oh yeah you know now If anybody knows about love been being surrounded by pretty girls every once in a while, it's got to be Al Jolson, because he has had more experience <laughs> with with ladies than any of us because, wait, well, he's been around the longest. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's a feeling we all have when we first meet a girl and we fall instantly in love. A pretty girl, there's nothing better. Huh? <laughs> oh, well, let's find out the way Leroy feels when he first meets this new girl, I think her name is Maisie, if I'm not mistaken, as my memory recalls. This is a show from The Great Gildersleeve, originally broadcast April 18th, 1951. Let's listen now to The Great Gildersleeve. The Kraft Foods
8: Company presents Willard Waterman as The Great Gildersleeve. Great Gildersleeve is brought to you by the Kraft Foods Company. Kraft, makers of the one and only Miracle Whip salad dressing. And one and only is right, friends, because there is no other salad dressing like Miracle Whip. No other salad dressing has that distinctive flavor, that lively, teasing flavor that's peppy, yet not a bit too sharp. It's a flavor millions prefer. Enjoy it on your salads. Tomorrow, get a jar of the one and only Miracle Whip. see what the great Gildersleeve is doing. Right now, he has just finished a sizable dinner and two pieces of Bertie's apple pie with cheese, and is lowering himself carefully into his easy chair.
9: (laughs) (laughs) What a fine dinner. You're right, George. After eating Bertie's cooking, even the front page of the paper looks optimistic. Yo, I'm in the living room, Marjorie.
10: Auntie, where are the fam- family albums?
9: Your family albums? Yeah, they're probably up in the attic. Why?
10: Well, Bronco and I were just curious. Yeah,
9: we were looking for some pictures of Marjorie when she was a baby.
10: Who's looking for pictures of
11: who?
9: We're looking for pictures of Marjorie.
10: What for? Oh, run along, little brother. This is a private
7: conversation. This is a public living room.
9: Well, sit down, Leroy, and keep your nose out of other people's affairs. Okay.
11: Uh, we were looking at the twins just now, Mr. Gildersleeve, and wondering who they resemble. Who do the twins look like? Abbott and Costello? Uh,
7: Leroy Forrester, I'll fix you. Leave me alone. Cut it out. Leroy,
9: you go outside. Scat. Scoot.
7: Okay, I'm going. Gee
11: whiz. That boy. Oh, we shouldn't have chased him out. The little fella
9: just wanted some attention. Yeah, I'll give him some attention. Right where he needs it most. (laughs) Now, about the pictures... You want to see who the babies look like? Uh, Do you
7: suppose you could find the albums, Uncie?
9: Sure, I'll go right to them. I know that attic like the palm of my hand. Dark up here. Whoop! What was that? Oh, Aunt Hattie's dress form. What a figure! Yeah, let's see. Where are those boxes of books? Yeah, I remember I labeled all the boxes last time I cleaned out up here. Yeah, maybe this is it. Ooh, dusty. Yeah, see what this one says. Yeah, sardines. You wonder what's in here. Yep. Curtain rods. Yeah, P. V. stuffed owl. Why don't I take that silly thing back to him? Well, I'll do it sometime. You all right, George? Here they are. Books. And all the albums. Did you find them,
11: Uncle?
9: Certainly. Put my hand right on them.
11: Any luck, Mr. Gildersleeve? We got
9: them right here, Bronco. Yes, let me see. Yep. Here are the snapshots of the family. This was a picnic at Grass Lake. That's Marjorie and little Leroy. That's me holding the lunch. Uh, Who's the fellow beside you? I don't know. He just came over to borrow a can opener.
10: Wasn't
9: Leroy cute? Yeah. You just a little tyke, then?
11: Uh, do you mind if we take this one downstairs, Mr. Gildersleeve? No,
9: go ahead. I'm going to look over some of these others.
11: Well, thanks, Anki. Watch the steps, Mark.
9: Yeah, haven't seen some of these pictures in years. Look at little Leroy at the table. In his high chair. He still had curls. And there he is again, with me at the table. That was the day he put my watch in his oatmeal. <laughs> Yeah, browsing through some old snapshots, Bertie.
11: I thought if you were looking for something, I could help
9: you. No, I found them. Yeah, look here, Bertie. Marjorie and Leroy sitting in front of the Christmas tree. Leroy was just two.
11: Wasn't he an angel?
9: Yeah, what a fine little fellow. Little Christmas elf.
11: What's he got in his mouth?
9: He was getting the tinsel off the tree. It just doesn't seem possible that Leroy is 12 years old, does it, Bertie? No, sir, sure, though. Seems only yesterday he was that little curly-headed fellow. I was bouncing on my knee. Yes, sir. Yeah, I remember his chubby little hands. I used to grab my watch chain. Yeah, I never thought then he'd grow up so fast. Leroy ain't grown up yet. I've made a big mistake, Bertie. I should have been out playing with Leroy, sharing his little games, being a part of his childhood instead of a grumpy uncle. You're not grumpy. Yes, I am. And by George, it isn't too late yet. I can change, Bertie. Leroy's only 12. He's still a little boy. We can still do things together. I can make it up to him. Sure you can. Sure. Childhood is when the boy needs the man, Bertie. And the man needs the boy. The happiest hours of life. And I've thrown them away. Well, there's still time. A couple of years anyway. Leroy and I can have a lot of good times together before he starts growing up. Yes? Get the candy box out, Bertie. Cut a couple of pieces of cake. The kind Leroy likes. Hey, where is he, Bertie? He's down the street playing. You going after him? Certainly. He's 12 years old. Time's flying. I haven't a minute to waste. his electric train. He loves to play with that. And I'll buy him some more track. I yeah, wonder where he is. Leroy! He will start right away tonight. There's a Wild West show in town. We'll go to that.
2: Leroy! Hello, Gilday. Judge Booker. <laughs>
9: Hello, Judge. I thought that was you, Gilda. Out rounding up
11: Leroy, are you?
9: No, I'm not rounding him up, Judge. I'm just looking for him. We have a lot of things to do. A lot of plans. What kind of plans? Well, plans. Oh. I'm not letting his boyhood slip by. These are the best years of a man's life, Judge. And Leroy's still a little boy. We can do a lot of things together. Have a lot of fun. What a nice thought. You bet.
11: Gildy, I think this is Leroy coming down the street now. He has a friend with him.
9: Who's that kid?
11: That's Marcel Tremaine. Leroy? With a girl? Mm-hmm. Her parents just moved into the neighborhood. Leroy's a pretty fast worker.
2: <laughs>
9: don't be ridiculous, Judge. Leroy's just a little boy. Besides, I don't think that's a girl. Blue jeans, sweatshirt, saddle shoes. Can't tell which one's Leroy.
11: <laughs> She's a darling little girl.
9: Bit older than Leroy, I thought. Yeah, probably just one of his little friends. Maybe it's the distance, but Leroy has an awfully dreamy look on his face.
11: Aren't they cute together? Look, she's smiling at him.
9: I wonder what they're talking about. Yeah, they're probably not saying anything. Talking about bubblegum
10: or something. You know how I are... Of course, Van Johnson is still my favorite actor. You know, Leroy, you look a little like Van Johnson. I do? When we went to Arizona, I saw Gregory Peck on the street, real close. You did? He has the most adorable curl that hangs down on his forehead. Here, I'll fix your hair just like him. Okay. No, no, I can't. Your hair's too short. But you get the idea. Yeah, sure. You don't like to talk much, do you, Leroy? Me? Well. Do you think I'm pretty? Yeah. (laughs) Most boys do. What do you like best about me? I like... I Well uh, Gosh
7: Tell me, Leroy Well uh, Your face looks like a girl But But you dress like a boy
10: I think that's keen You're nice Thanks I like older boys You do? They're so much more mature than younger boys Yeah Yeah, that's right We're going to the party at the junior high school tomorrow night. We are? Oh, Oh, here's Judge Hooker. Good evening, Judge. Well, good evening, Marcel. Well,
9: you children came along just in time. I've been looking for you, Leroy.
10: Children? Good night, Leroy. Good night, Marcel.
9: I'm going to the drugstore. I'll walk along with you, Marcel.
10: Thank you, Judge.
9: Well, I see you found another little friend, Leroy. That's nice. What? What? I said, nice little friend. I'm glad to see you finding new playmates. What? Leroy, wake up. What's the matter with you?
7: Who? You.
9: Are you sick or something? Me? Yeah, my goodness. Leroy, I have some fine ideas. We're going to have a lot of fun. There's a Wild West show in town. We're going to go. Just you and me.
7: I don't want to go, Unc. E- e- what? That's just for little kids. You go.
9: Me? <laughs> <laughs> Leroy, I planned this for you There'll be cowboys And Indians
7: No, thanks I'm too old for that sort of thing You, what is I'm an older boy
9: <laughs> Leroy, you're not making sense What's come over you?
7: Nothing When a fellow's gone with a girl like Marcel Things are just different
9: Who's going with Marcel?
7: I am We're going to the party at the junior high school tomorrow night You said so She did
9: Leroy, you can't go to a party at the junior high school You're just a little boy Where'd you meet this Marcel? Who introduced you?
7: The good humor man (laughs)
9: Leroy, come on home We'll set up your electric train We'll make tunnels and bridges And we'll de... Leroy, aren't you listening?
7: I think I'll take a walk
9: You're right. I'll go with you. We'll both take a walk.
7: If you don't mind, Dunk. I'd rather be alone. See you later, On.
9: See you. See you later. Yeah. See you later.
8: Gildersleeve returns in a moment. Just because you're having guests for dinner doesn't mean you have to make the fanciest salad ever for them. I should say not. While well, you might make simple individual salads, beds of crispy lettuce topped with a slice of canned pineapple, topped with a canned peach half, and garnished with a cocktail cherry. But there is one thing you must be careful to do. That is serve the right salad dressing, one you're sure everyone will like. So why not serve the most popular salad dressing ever created Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip has a flavor that millions of folks call just exactly right. It's really a different flavor, and no wonder. Miracle Whip is a different kind of salad dressing made from a secret craft recipe. This recipe combines the qualities of old-fashioned boiled dressing and fine mayonnaise to give you the very best of both. And Miracle Whip gives you the very best when it comes to texture, too. That's because Miracle Whip is blended a special craft way till it's smooth as fine satin. So it's easy to see why Miracle Whip is America's favorite salad dressing, isn't it? Easy to see why Miracle Whip outsells the next 20 leading brands of salad dressing combined. Whether you're making salads for company or for your family, make them taste extra good with the salad dressing millions prefer, smooth, delicious Miracle Whip. (laughs) The great Gildersleeve had it all planned. He was going to relive his boyhood with his little nephew, Leroy. He envisioned many happy hours in the fine companionship of the man and the little boy. But apparently his decision came a little too late. Leroy, it seems, is not a little boy anymore. Now it's the following morning and the great man is coming in to breakfast.
10: Good morning, Unky.
8: Good morning, my dear. Oh,
10: ho
9: oh. ho ho. How are you this morning, Mr. Gildersleeve? Oh, all right, I guess. Where's Leroy?
10: Well, he hasn't come down yet. What's the matter, Unky?
9: You know, nothing the matter with me. It's Leroy. He met a girl last night, Marcel, at the ice cream wagon. No, he thinks he's grown up.
10: Oh, that's cute.
9: Cute? Twelve years old, and he's acting like Ronald Coleman.
11: <laughs> you say the girl's name is Marcel? Is that little Marcel Tremaine?
9: Yeah, that's the one. Wears jeans, sweatshirt, looks like a cowboy.
10: But she's at least 14, Anki.
9: Yeah, practically an old woman. <laughs> I don't know what she said to Leroy, but he's completely googly-eyed. Says he's taking her to a party at the junior high school tonight. Leroy? You look out, look out, here he comes. Good morning. Well, sit down, my boy. Breakfast is on.
7: I'm not hungry. I have a lot of things to do. Not much time. Yeah, what do you mean? Have to get ready for tonight. I have a date. But Leroy, you have all day. It's only eight o'clock in the morning. I know, but I have a lot of things to do. Unc.
9: Yes, Leroy.
7: Is it legal to use shaving lotion if you don't shave? No
9: <laughs> Leroy.
7: Okay, I won't use it. Yeah. Where are you going? Upstairs. i got to get
9: ready. Leroy, you don't need to get ready. You're not going to set foot out of this house. You come here. Mr. Gildersleeve.
10: Uncle Mort, wait. Why don't you let him go?
9: Let him go? He's not old enough. He's just a little boy. Oh, this will blow over, Mr.
11: Gildersleeve.
10: Uh, I'm not giving you advice, but why don't you help him? Sort of go along with him. If you want to be closer to Leroy, this is your chance. It's just a part of growing up. This is when he needs you, Uncle.
9: He's part of the growing... Well, I hadn't thought of it that way. I suppose he is growing up. Leroy, where are you?
7: In the living room.
9: Excuse me, children.
7: What you want, Unc?
9: Yeah, I've been thinking it over, my boy. You can go tonight. I can? Sure. You and I will work it out together. How would you like that?
7: Oh, keen!
9: You bet. We'll get down to Floyd's barbershop and see what he can do with that Butch haircut. We'll get a box of candy from Peavy's fellow can't pick up his girl without a box of candy. Then tonight, we'll take the car and I'll drive you and Marcel to the party.
7: No kidding?
9: No kidding. Come on, let's get a move on, big boy.
11: Hello, Floyd. Hi, Commish.
9: Hello, Leroy.
11: Hi, Mr. Munson.
9: You climb up in the chair, Leroy.
11: Leroy getting a haircut? That's right. That can't be done. I just gave him a butch the other day. There's nothing there.
9: Well, do something with it, Floyd. Leroy's grown up now. He grew up in three days? (laughs) Well, he has a date tonight with a lovely little girl. On a level?
7: Yeah. I'm taking her to the junior high school party.
11: Well, in that case, Mr. Forrester, we'll have to give you the deluxe treatment. Just lean back in the chair, Mr. Forrester. Who? Oh, me, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Got a real sport in the chair. A ladies' man, if I ever saw one. How about a little tonic? Massage? Hot towel?
7: Uh, how much does
11: that cost? Oh, a big operator like you don't have to worry about the cost. This one will be on the house. Hot towel, massage.
9: Yeah, the boy's boy,
2: it's
11: <laughs> Yeah. Um... Who's going to win the ball game today, Mr. Forrester?
2: Well, <laughs> don't.
11: Oh, he's a cagey customer Commission. He knows, but is he telling? No, sir. How about this fellow from the city?
7: Oh, Mr. Munson.
11: Oh, I know you flashy fellas. Now, let's finish off here with a little massage.
9: Hold tight, Leroy.
11: There you are. Take a mirror, Mr. Forrester. How do you like it?
9: The other side of the mirror, Leroy.
11: Oh,
7: <laughs>
11: gee, that feels keen.
7: Smells like I had a shave.
11: Yes, sir. You'll be a big man
9: tonight. Well, let's get going, Leroy. Lots of things to do.
7: <laughs> Wait a minute. Can I have a nickel, Unc?
9: A nickel? Yeah. Yeah, here.
7: Thanks. Uh, there you are, Mister Munson. That's for you.
11: Well, what's this? Your tip. Well, thank you, Mr. Forrester.
9: (laughs) Come on, Leroy. Big spender.
11: Hello, Peavy. Well, hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. Leroy, what can I do for you today?
7: Well, uh, what kind of candy do you have, Mr. Peavy?
9: Well, I have jawbreakers and Tootsie Rolls. No, and... no, not that kind of candy, Peavy. Leroy's shopping for date candy. Date candy? I don't have any of that. <laughs>
7: uh, this is for a going-out date. With a girl.
9: Oh, 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 that kind. Yep, Leroy's stepping out tonight, Phoebe. <laughs> You
11: Don't say. Well, this is a rather important occasion. What kind of bonbons would you like, Leroy?
7: Oh, uh, the usual kind.
11: <laughs> that covers a lot of bonbons. I'll fix you up in a nice box. You, what's the matter,
9: Leroy? You're shaking.
7: Me? <laughs> I feel fine. <sighs>
8: Well, look who's here, Chief Gates. Hello, Commissioner, Mr. Peavy. Hello, Chief. How do you do, Leroy? Uh, Mr. Forrester. Oh,
7: hello, Chief
8: Gates. I uh, stopped in at Floyd's a moment ago. He says you're a big man now.
7: Well, I'm a lot older than I was. Person gets older, you know.
8: Yeah, Leroy has a date tonight, Chief. Going to a big party.
9: He's taking his lady friend a nice
8: box of chocolates, too. Lloyd told me about the young lady. She sounds, uh, very nice.
7: Yeah, she's real nice.
8: Mm. Well, I just stopped in to tell you, Leroy, that the police department is at your service. We like to take care of the older citizens of Summerfield. Uh,
7: uh, thanks, Chief. If, if, if I need you, I'll call you.
8: Here's your candy, Leroy.
7: How much is it, Mr. Peavy? I, I don't have any money with me. Well, let me buy
11: the
9: candy. No, yes. no, thank you, Chief. Just put it on my bill, Peavy. No, the candy's on
11: the house.
9: In honor of Leroy's growing up. Well, thank you, Peavy. How do you feel, Leroy? Pretty big? Unc. Yes, my boy?
7: I'm getting kind of nervous. <laughs>
10: Leroy's coat. Here's your scarf, Leroy. Yeah, thanks, Bertie. You
7: better tie it. I, I can't find the ends.
11: Here's your coat, Mr. Forrester. Yeah,
10: thanks. Car's oh, waiting. Come on, Leroy. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming. Well, don't forget your candy. You got a handkerchief? Yeah. You look wonderful, Leroy. Do I?
11: Marcel will be swept right off her feet.
7: Yeah. Come on, Leroy. Your chauffeur is waiting. Have a good time, Leroy.
10: Goodbye, big brother. Have a keen time.
7: I will. Goodbye. Go on, Leroy. I'm
9: coming, Unc. You point out the house, Leroy. Uh, It's
7: it's down near the end of the block. Do I I look all right, Unc?
9: You look fine, my boy. Like a real man.
7: What are the searchlights over there?
9: Oh, that's for the Wild West show. Kid stuff.
7: Yeah. And that's Marcel's house. The light on in front.
9: Oh. Yeah. yeah. She put the Porsche light on for you. That was nice.
7: Well, I guess I'd better go to the door.
9: Yes, that's the usual procedure.
7: <laughs> well... You wait here.
9: Yes, I'll wait. Okay.
7: You'll wait, won't you, Unc?
2: I'll wait.
7: Okay.
10: home Leroy I'm Marcel (laughs) you don't you recognize me you've grown I'm wearing high heels and then you have your hair up and and then lipstick and, and a long dress are you sure you're Marcel why Leroy of course You don't think I'd wear those jeans and saddle shoes to the party? No, I I guess not. I'm getting awfully cold standing here. What do you want, Leroy? Uh, I came to take you to the party. You? Yeah. You said yesterday we were going. Oh, Leroy, I'm sorry. I didn't mean you. When I said we, I meant Roger and I. Roger's the boy I go with. He's in high school.
2: Oh...
9: something's gone wrong. She's going back in the house. Leroy's coming back. You wonder what happened. Poor little kid. Been so excited all day. Now this. He'll be broken hearted. Here he comes. Leroy. Don't feel bad.
7: Who feels bad? <laughs> Did you see Horonk? You What? Holy cow, she was as tall as Bronco. <laughs> she looked as old as Mrs. Peabody. <laughs> Could you see me going to a dance with that? Oh, brother, I thought I was trapped.
9: I'm trapped? How did you get out of it?
7: I was just lucky. Come on, Uncle, let's go.
9: Well, where do we go?
7: To the Wild West show. Yahoo!
9: Yahoo! Bless his heart. He's a boy again.
8: Greg Gildersleeve will be right back. When it comes to favorite sandwich fillers, ham salad is right up there near the top of the list. And for the best-tasting ham salad you ever ate, make it with the best-tasting salad dressing you'd ever want to find, Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip adds such wonderful flavor to ham salad. That's because Miracle Whip tastes so lively and teasing, yet it's not a bit too sharp. Millions of folks say Miracle Whip tastes just exactly right. So try it on your salads, won't you? Make them with America's favorite salad dressing, the one and only Miracle Whip.
9: Hello, Peavy. Well, good morning, Mr. Gimpersleeve. How did Leroy make out on his date last night? Well, she turned out to be a terrible disappointment to him, Peavy. Oh, too bad. Yeah, Instead of a stringy little creature in sweatshirt and jeans, he found a glamour girl in a long dress and high heels. His pumpkin turned into a princess. Well, is that bad? Well, certainly. I don't get it. Peavy, you know absolutely nothing about modern youngsters. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Good night, folks.
8: Greg Gildersleeve is played by William Waterman. The show is written by Paul West, John Elliott, and Andy White, with music by Robert Arbor. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Mary Lee Robb, Lillian Randolph, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Trenner, Ken Christie, Earl Ross, Lois Kennison, and Dick LeBran. This is John Heaston saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of the great Gildersleeve. <laughs> here are the winners of the fourth week of Parquet Margarine's Great $83,500 Name the Twins Contest. Mrs. Fred Shepard, Jr., Mrs. Ralph Bz, Mrs. Leo C. Weaver, Mrs. Fred Sims Greenland. Listen again next week at this same time for the names of fifth and final week's winners in Parquet's Great Contest. Meanwhile, when you buy margarine, get Parquet Margarine, made by Kraft. <laughs> Groucho Marx plays "You Bet Your Life" on NBC.
0: Ah. Uh. Well, they have it, friends. The Great Gildersleeve, as it was originally broadcast on April 18th of 1951. Yeah, poor little Leroy having his troubles, but Gildersleeve's there to soothe those jagged nerves. of <laughs> Poor little Leroy. He's been through the mill today, hasn't he? Well, yeah, hopefully he's going to feel better. Just like me, huh? What? What do you mean? Well, now, friends, I hate to tell you this, but this past week has been kind of rough for me. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't one thing, it was another. Yeah, Monday I had to start off by going up to the battery and uh, tire store to get myself a brand new battery for my car. And also to fix up a tire that kept losing air over the past year. Well, the the good news is they did give me a new battery and it didn't cost me anything because the old battery is still two months under warranty yeah two months ago that thing went out just in time yeah so i got a free battery and the other good news is they did fix the tire but they couldn't replace the sensor that was in these modern day tires to let you know how low your air is going uh, well, they could have, but it would have cost $1,000 because then I'd have to buy new rims because the rims were a little worn and that was... Oh, it's a long story. Anyway, the car is working just fine now. The, the air is no longer leaking. My battery is brand new and uh, I'm I'm a new man, I feel. Uh, that's what I thought. I thought I was a new man. That was on Monday. Tuesday, oh, I started feeling bad on Tuesday. Wednesday, oh, I felt even worse. I kept waking up during the night, every hour on the hour. And then Thursday, oh, oh, that was the worst of them all. Oh, I was totally, totally, woke up totally without any energy, completely lethargic. Oh, I could barely walk. And when I did walk, it hurt. And when I stood, it hurt. Oh, I was feeling, I was feeling very puny, very puny indeed on Thursday. Well thursday though that was thursday then i i took a nap on thursday thinking well things can't be all that bad (laughs) but you know what i was right when i woke up on thursday i was feeling good but not all good you know not completely better but ding dang a whole lot better and then on friday i woke up i felt almost completely better all my energy was back I tell you, earlier in the week, I thought I ain't going to be able to do a show this week. I'm going to have to find a show that I've done previously that I haven't put posted yet on the podcast and just post one of my emergency shows. Yeah, I have two emergency shows that I've done. Uh, I did them last summer, actually, and there are two shows I've never posted. And I thought, well, if, if it ever comes worse to worse and I can't do a show, I'll post one of my emergency shows, my my backup shows i like to call them well fortunately it didn't come to be that bad i felt better today and i'm feeling better right now so i said yeah i do got the energy to do a show and that's what i'm doing all right friends well that was my rough week you see started off kind of bad as far as the car was concerned then it continued to get worse as far as i was concerned but then your humble host rebounded i must have had I must have had doing this show in mind to help me to rebound. I thought to myself, i got to rebound. I've got to do my show for all of my beautiful sounds-like radio listeners. Uh, all right. You know, that's that's what happened, though. Uh, now, speaking of Leroy, yeah, were we? Yeah, we were. We're going to speak of him right now. Leroy must have said to this new girl, If I give my heart to you, will you return the same favor? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully Leroy didn't wait around for the answer, but that is the question that Doris Day has. If I give my heart to you, here's the great Doris Day.
5: If I give my heart to you, will you handle it with care? Will you always treat me tenderly And in every way be fair If I give my heart to you Will you give me all you love Will you swear that you'll be true to me Bye! And be sure, please don't answer till you do, when you promise all those things to me, then I'll give my heart to you.
0: day if I give my heart to you you know that's true the when you first meet a girl you think she is the only girl in the world she's the only girl for me I'll never meet another girl that won't be perfect for me this especially goes for the first girl you fall in love with If she was the only girl in the world, that's what you think to yourself. She must be the only girl in the world. And if I lose her, I've lost everything. Uh, Well, see, that's where the young and foolish part comes from being young. Yeah, Yeah, but that's the way it seems when you're young, that she's the only girl. Well, we got ourselves a guest right now. Oh, wow. Looky here, who's here. Come on in here, you crazy fella. Hiya, you, It's Crazy Guggenheim, friends. Crazy Guggenheim, come to join us on Sounds
12: Like Radio. Sure, I did. I heard about you being
0: sick. Oh,
12: I'm sorry about that.
0: Well, Crazy, that's all right. I, I recovered. It was one of them, I suppose it was one of them 24 hour things. Uh, I'm not fully recovered yet. You're not? No, not fully, but I do have a whole lot more energy than I did uh, on Thursday. Oh, I was half dead Thursday. You wouldn't want to talk to me. You wouldn't even want to know me on Thursday, and uh, you especially wouldn't want me breathing on you.
12: I'm used to bad
0: breath. Ooh, I'm around a lot of people who have some
12: strong breath.
0: Well, now, Crazy, my breath was strong, maybe, but it wasn't strong for the reason (laughs) your friends may have strong breath. I mean, they're a little tipsy, if you know what I mean. Uh, Yeah, they're
12: they're kind of tipsy, all right. But I'm I'm glad you're feeling better now, Humble House.
0: Well, so am I, Crazy, and I'm glad to see you here. Why is that? Well, because I had a, a song in mind. We were talking about Leroy, thinking that this here new girl he just met, Maisie, I think, uh, this here new girl would be the only girl in the world for him.
12: You know, that reminds me of a song. It does? Yeah, how about a nice version of If You Were
0: the Only Girl in the World. Now that sounds perfect, and that's exactly why I asked you on the show. I was hoping you'd sing that song. Okay, Joe, here it
12: goes. If You Were the Only Girl in the World.
0: Ooh, this is a nice one. All right, crazy. Take it away.
1: If you were the only... Today, we could go on loving in the same old way, a garden of ease, just made for two, with nothing to mar our joy. such wonderful things to you there would be such wonderful things to do if you were the only girl in the world and I With nothing to mar our joy I would say such wonderful things to you There would be such wonderful things
0: crazy guggenheim singing if you were the only girl in the world that was really nice frank fontaine better known to us as crazy guggenheim thanks you glad you like the song well till
12: next week then hey wait a minute that's right i'm not on every week am i well now uh,
0: crazy we have you on whenever we have a nice song for you to sing okay
12: till next time when i have a nice song to sing this is crazy goodbye everybody
0: Goodbye, Crazy (laughs) There he goes. Crazy Guggenheim friends here on Sounds Like Radio. Now, poor little Leroy today. He was wrong when he thought that Maisie was in love with him. He was so wrong when he thought that because, well, you know what happened was Leroy was young and he just made assumptions that maybe he shouldn't have made. Maybe he wouldn't have made those assumptions if he was a little older and a little wiser. Well, poor, poor little Leroy. It's too bad he didn't have Patsy Cline there to tell him you, Leroy, are so wrong. Here is the wonderful Patsy Cline and So Wrong. This is a nice one from Patsy. Let's listen to this one here on Sounds Like Radio. I've
4: been so
0: a voice like that you can't be that wrong no no sir wow that is really true artistry there Patsy Klein singing so wrong well friends it's near the end of the show but I'm not satisfied I want a bonus song now who am I gonna pick for the bonus song today hey how about Astro Gilberto Astro Gilberto why cuz I'm in the mood to hear Astro Gilberto. This is from her debut album, the Astro (laughs) Gilberto. The Astro Gil... Gil Let me say that again. The Astro Gilberto album. That's a clever name. In fact, nobody else can name their debut album the Astro Gil... Why do I have trouble saying that? Astro Gilberto. Astro Gil... Whatever. Here she is to sing meditation and... Oh, she does a nice version. Astrude, how about you singing that song if you can forgive me for the way I (laughs) mangled your name? Here's Astrude! I can say Astrude. come back to me. Ah, yeah. I may have trouble saying her name, but I have no trouble at all listening to her voice. Wow, that's nice, isn't it? Astro Gilberto. Well, that was Astro Gilberto singing Meditation from her very first album, the Astrude Gilberto album. Maybe I should have Astrud on here to ask her, how do you say your name? Astrude? Ostrude. Uh, I'll go with Astrud Gilberto. That's what I like best. If I could say it the first time, I'd like it even better. Well friends, that's all the time we got for today's Sounds Like Radio Show. From April 18th of 1951, we heard the great Gildersleeve and poor little Leroy, and all of his trials and tribulations with the female sex. Oh, he learned a lesson the hard way, I guess, but at least he learned something, let's hope. Yeah, but that Maisie, oh, she did sound nice, though. I got to admit, I, I'd probably make the same mistake that Leroy did if I met a girl like Maisie and she was all sweet and nice to me. And I, I'd probably take it wrong, too. So don't feel too bad, Leroy. We've all been there. Yeah. Well, all right, friends. Hope you enjoyed today's Sounds Like Radio Show. Till next time, I am your humble host, Not quite recovered, but recovering fast but sure. And I hope by the next time I'm back, I'll be tip-top, tip-top shape. Right now I'm short of just top shape, but next time I hope to be tip-top shape. Till then, I am your humble host saying, so long for now. Goodbye, everybody.